filter and audit what you consume, especially in today's times, because sometimes the advice of what you're learning may not be the best advice for where your business is currently. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. Thank you all for being a part of our community. Please know that I am always grateful for your shares, your messages, and your reviews. And if you haven't left us a review, please do us a huge favor. After this episode, leave us a review. It would mean the world to us. Every week, I have around 30 to 40 strategic hours around scaling businesses, whether it's through coaching calls, consulting calls, or even our team meetings that we hold. And sometimes we hear the stories of how people have scaled so quickly in their business and we want to emulate them. We want to know exactly what they did to get there. And scaling a business isn't always exciting and it isn't always a walk in the park. Sometimes what we're looking and comparing our business to somebody else's business is not always apples to apples or oranges to oranges. So let me ask you, have you ever went to a conference and learned something and put it in your business and it didn't quite get the results? It's because there are different variables that could impact that tactic or strategy. So my advice is filter and audit what you consume, especially in today's times, because sometimes the advice of what you're learning may not be the best advice for where your business is currently. And in today's episode, I want to break down five things that stop you from scaling your business. Number one, too many things you're doing and not the right focus. The most common challenge for entrepreneurs, even sometimes myself, and one of the most difficult ones to solve. When you become a business owner and you reach a certain level of success, your next thought typically is, how do I double my revenue? How do I scale? So we try different things. We chase shiny objects. We start to think we need to put more services. We need to create more offers, or we need to add a different division or install a different lead generation method, which can start to complicate things in our business. And we start to wonder, why is my business not growing at the same speed or as fast as it did when I first started or last year or even last quarter and so on? And guess what? It starts to test our patience. Number two is control. The need to control everything. And when you understand that you have to give to grow is when things in your world start to unlock. I look at it as imagine if you were running a big company and you were the only one that had a key to that office, but you had a hundred employees. Can you imagine 
the bottleneck and all the minutes of extra conversations it could cause, whether it was problems or somebody couldn't get in the building or somebody wanted to come in early and prospect to make sales, but they couldn't, you wouldn't be able to grow if you were the only one that had the key. And it's the same thing as if you're the only one that has that information in your head. Your greatest value as a business owner, as a CEO or a visionary is taking that information and delegating it to someone or a team of people that can execute quickly. When you start letting go and letting people have access to where you want to go in your business, you unlock what's possible. Number three, Hiring the wrong people because you are in pain or hiring on likability versus skill set and expertise. As you start to scale, your current team members or employees will need to adapt to learn new skills, learn how to think about the business, learn how to problem solve some of the issues you're having so you don't keep getting the job back. Hiring the wrong people by not having a process could slow your growth. Sometimes not everyone on your current team will continue to grow with you to the next level. When you were a startup or even getting to your first 100K, your assistant role looks different when you're looking to get to a million or even 3 million because your assistant no longer waits for you to give them tasks. They aren't just making an SOP or improving a system When you've got big goals that you're trying to get to that multiple seven, you understand that we can't do what we did last year. We can't do what we did last quarter sometimes, or we can't even do what we did last month if we're not hitting our goals because you've got to pivot faster. Why? Because you're tracking more data. And in your multiple seven, they're looking for ways to help your vision come alive And they know that revenue focus is the first because it gives us options. It gives us leverage. It gives us options to make hires, to make investments, to keep the needle moving, to serve more customers, to create a bigger impact. I evaluate a lot of teams on a weekly basis. And sometimes when people have been with you for a long time, they start to manage people and get comfortable. But like I say, Is it a maintenance position or is it a growth position? And sometimes you might even see entitlement. Every role can have key things they do daily that help drive revenue, even with virtual team members. This took me years to figure out. And once you scale different companies, both on your own and for others, you start to see patterns even quicker of where having people in the wrong seat or not being clear on the roles creates the lack of results in your business. Number four, this one may surprise everyone. And it's usually not the most common answer when you ask entrepreneurs what prevents them from scaling and it's company culture. Yep. Culture is super important. You can tell someone's leadership in an organization by their culture. We've heard it before. Everything rises and falls on leadership. When you have no mission, no core values in your company, it's really hard to hire and even fire people. Usually you can let somebody go because they're out of culture. For example, 
If teamwork is something your company or your business values and you have a deadline and it's not getting done, or there's still things that need to be done and people clock out at the end of their day or the end of their shift, leaving it to a few team members or even one person or even back to the CEO, owner, or visionary, teamwork is not something everyone values. Teamwork is only valued sometimes. Can you imagine if you were in a relationship where values were only honored part-time, how would you feel? Could you imagine the added stress or trust factors that could rise when values are honored part-time? So think about that. Culture is important and can stop you from growing when you don't have those values in place. Number five is one of the most common things I see, and it's not holding people accountable, not following up on things, not holding people to the results they expect, or even worse, people in the organization not understanding what's expected of them in the role. If I were to ask your team members what a level 10 for their role was, that meant like knocking it out of the park, and what maybe a four was, could they define it? Typically, we don't hold people accountable is because we don't set clear expectations, which makes it difficult for our team to understand what success looks like. Sometimes it can be that holding people accountable is uncomfortable because you're calling somebody out on poor performance when really it's feedback. Sometimes I see people struggle with accountability because they want people to like them. And when things are unclear, it becomes gray and we can waste lots of minutes, efficiency, and add stress to the team and the business. Remember, accountability is just a framework, a way of operating, and it creates cadence in the business. Accountability is ownership. And as leaders and owners, we are responsible for the success of our team members. Great leaders raise other great leaders and get out of their way. And sometimes we have to inspect what we expect because that rarely goes away in a business that continues to scale. So I want to pause and have you reflect on your business. If I were to ask you, what do you think in your business is preventing you from getting to the next level? Create the awareness, number one, and look for ways to solve it. And then ask who in my world or who do I need to be connected with that can help me with this and create a plan that you can measure so you can continue to move your business forward. If you're looking to scale your business or you're looking to partner with someone to go faster or build a bigger world, there are several opportunities in my network and I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on IG at It's Raquel Q or go to www.letsplaybigger.com. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. Until our next episode, don't forget to play bigger and make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. 
I'd love to connect with you further. So text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode.